Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with Hitman. Hey, everybody. Hope all is well. Hope everybody's nice. Hope everybody's enjoyed their Christmas, their Boxing Day. But people, we are coming to the end of 2022. Oh, sorry, 2022. Mm -hmm. It's been an eventful year. It's been years of ups and downs in the wrestling business. For, for most of our lifetime, even though I've always said one man is not the wrestling business, Vince McMahon, he's not, he doesn't own the wrestling business. However, his, his company is seen as the pinnacle, the pinnacle, sorry, of the wrestling business. The man's gone. Mm, yeah. Not dead, people. He's still nah. alive. But when I say he's gone, people, you people ask for it for years. Vince McMahon needs to go. He needs to go. But yet, his billions of billions of dollars are still keeping they'll be going. Yes, yes, I know they're still out there um in the market. You know, you can still go and buy shares and things like that for the company, I think. But yeah, you got your wish. You got AEW, you got your NXT, this man's gone, and you got a WWE supposedly led by Triple H, even though really it's not. It's Nick Khan. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, Nick Khan. Old, 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 old Bruce Pritchard, Mister. I need to be my son at NXT, William Regal. <laughs> yeah. Good mm. old, good old, good old Paul. Good old trips. Good old long nose. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was a little tired there. Eh? It's weird because again, like I said, I've always, I've always liked him. So it's like, well, I, I think it's it's clear to say what what stood out the most for you in twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, Vince. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's, to me, nothing can beat it. Mm. Yeah, nothing can beat it. Because again, the only other thing, and again, I'm I don't want this at all. Obviously, it's gonna happen one day. But the only other news that could have been more than that is if this man was found dead. Mm. And again, people can say what they want, but we don't know this man. We don't have no personal issue with the man. Again, he's read the rest, not his wrestlers. The wrestlers wrestled for him. Personally, they can only really attest to him what he's like. Mm. Meltzer can't, Brian Everest can't, you know, uh, Raj Giri, whatever that clown is. You know, we don't know if it's, all we know is what the wrestlers say, oh, he's this, he's that. He probably is a bit of that, probably not that, and then the rest is all him. Mm. You know, is it, is it, is it, is it your, uh, it's, sorry, what's I going to say? It's about the truth. The truth is Vincent Mann's side, the other person's side, and then anything else. Yeah, it's like you. Yeah, always like so many sides to the argument, and somebody's or to the story. Yeah, is your side their side, and the actual truth? Like always, yeah. usually, it's rarely somebody is actually they see it their way. Yeah, yeah, it's rare. It's actually the yeah. truth, but hmm. you know, people. I know people can say, "Oh, CM Punk." No, sorry, people. CM Punk basically beating down him, and he's still beating down. Uh, the elite to me is great, but at the same time, the elite still got their way because CM Punk's gone, A Steel's gone, and they're basically st- still there, uh, pretending to lose the first match to Puck and uh, what's his name now? Not Fantasma, what's his name again? Oh, the, the Lucha, Lucha Brothers, Lucha Brothers, that's it, yeah, sorry, yeah, the Lucha Brothers. But all they're really do- gonna do is beat them in this ridiculous seven series match now and we gain the belts again anyway. So, so what's, what's the difference? Hmm. You know, to me, it's like, a... but yeah, 
I think first of all, you know, my, my shocking moment of the year, or you know, the one of the highlights of the year for sure, was Vince McMahon stepping down. Yeah, I definitely say that was the most probably like the most newsworthy thing. Of and all. you know what? You know, you know what I'm gonna say, and I know it may be controversial because I, I should have added this, I should have added this before. You see all these women who claim that this man done stuff mm. and he's apparently he paid them off and they signed NDAs. Should these women now owe this man all that money back? Yeah, I mean that that is the point of a non-disclosure. But... Yeah. Mm. No, no, it's like, again, I'm, I'm not saying he hasn't done nothing wrong, but it's okay, if he's done all this thing, all, all this wrong then, okay, pay him back the money. But obviously, still go soon wherever you can. I, as well. sp- I suppose it depends how many non-disclosure agreements there were to know who spoke because they haven't actually named a person, have they? That said, well, this per- this lady spoke about it. It's like, well, she did. R- r- remember, remember the first one was a woman's best friend, but it spoke about it. Yeah, but did, the NDA. Did, you know, did, did they have the actual? No, I know what you said. Did they know that? Yeah, I suppose it's not too hard to pin down which one it was because she was an employee, wasn't she? Yeah. And yeah, best friend, I suppose. But... I, I don't know about. It depends how many. Apparently, put loads of them out there, so it might yeah. be hard to keep tabs on. Oh, if, if oh, well, who's been gossiping about me? Well, the first one for sure. To. Maybe the first one he can he can see if he gets his money back, get a refund. No, but um, again, I, I know people may say it's like, oh, why am I nah. signing with Vince? Here? I'm not signing with Vince. It's the law. Mm. I guarantee, yeah. if I sign an NDA and let's say I don't know, let's say I slept, let's say I slept down or uh, someone famous. And I signed the NDA to say, oh, I wasn't to talk to anybody about it. And they gave me, you know, was it $2 million, $2 million what it was? Mm. And I told you. And then you went out and told um, Alfred, oh, yeah, you know, Gable, da 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 this, this female wrestler, that's big on top and everything. I guarantee it that that person would come to me and sue me to get that money mm. back and probably even more. Mm. What makes me get away with it? Yeah. Again, it, to me, it's, it's that thing where now, again, like I said, people, again, I'm sure you probably heard of it now. More women are coming up and talking about um, stuff that happened in the 80s, even mm-hmm. some, some of them in the 70s. Yeah. But again, I don't feel sorry for him. Not a bad one. I don't feel sorry for him because I know people will say it's, it's a long time coming. Mm. He's been doing this stuff for years and everything. My thing is this his wife, not his ex wife, his wife, Linda, has said nothing. She hasn't complained. She hasn't said anything she's not angry well she might be angry but we don't know about it mm. why don't we ask forget what we think why don't we ask what she thinks she's a woman who has to live with this man or again they probably from what we're hearing now she doesn't they don't live together anymore no but at the same time we sh- i don't think we should be so upset oh this man's done this this man's done this okay linda how do you feel stephanie how do you feel um shane how do you feel uh grandkids how do you feel to me they're the ones who, who who are the most affected? Here? Not us. Why do we? You know what I mean? Oh, more more should... affected than we are. Yeah, I mean they're not yeah. the most affected. I think the people. No, no, that... no, no. Yeah. No, they. Well, they are. are well, they? no, the people are actually accusing Vince of doing what he's done. Oh yeah, yeah. so the people yeah. that are most affected. But yeah. I get what you're saying. Like in terms of we're taking it so outside personal. of that that we're yeah, yeah we're not directly affected. We're more just sort of on the peripheral. Look, I know people saying, "Oh, why, why am I saying with this? This story is a big deal. I yeah. don't like these. Mm. I don't like people being fake." Again, you've been fake in your life. I've been fake in my life. I try, to, you know, we try not to be fake. Mm. But especially when it comes to situations like this and everything, don't pretend that you care when really you care for that three, four, five days of it a week, and then you move on. And everybody else, and then again, like I said, Stephanie, everybody else is all left to pick up business. Mm. Like, let's say one. Let, you mean? I don't know. Go on. Can't say. Just run it on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> 
we could tie that in. Do you do you think because there's rumors like people talking about him wanting to come back now? Do you think Vince McMahon will take his role again yeah. in 2020? No, but do you think yeah, he will? It... Do you think he yeah, will? Yeah, I, th- I think he will. I think, think he will. We'll see. we'll see. That's one of one of your predictions for 2022, 2023. Not yeah. Vince McMahon you know, will you... return to the throne. You know, you know why I think he will come back mm. because anybody who knows anything about the human body. People who are elderly that's been doing, um, that's been in, in a rigorous, uh, how do you, how would you call it? Rigorous uh, lifestyle for a long time. Their body's used to it. Mm. And when they come out of that pace, when they come out of that work, that, that working pattern, they, especially Vince at his age, was it? <clears throat> is, it seven, what, is it 75, 76, 77? Mm. Yeah. Especially in that age. If you're not doing it, if you're not doing all that work and everything that you was doing before, his body's deteriorating. Mm. I'm not saying that, oh, I want Vince to just not come back. For his own health, I want him to come back. But when he comes back, okay, yes, you're again, because remember, people, it's still his company. Stop being sheep, always triple H funds, you, you idiots. It's Vince McMahon's company. If Vince McMahon wants to sell WWE tomorrow and say, Disney, just take, take this company. Okay, yes. Remember, he's the majority shareholder in the company. Yes, he still has to ask other people and everything, but I guarantee you, if, if he wanted to sell, sell them to Disney, he could. Then mm. what? Let the man have his company while he's alive. Then when he's gone, you guys get your wish. Your Triple H, your Stephanie, your Nick Khan, uh, will run the company. Yes, Sam. You're happy. I want to come back. Let him come back, man. But, yeah. but I know again, I'm, I know I'm saying let him come back. But I think Vince, when you come back, you have your work ethic. Your work ethic. Fine, have that. But at the same time, give Stephanie, not Stephanie, gosh, not Stephanie, because then we're gonna get back all these stupid love love angles from two thousand and three, two thousand four. Remember that? Mm. Ugh, sick of that man. What was it? What, 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 what was her? What was her big storyline in, in two thousand and three, two thousand four? Ah, that was it, Mister Al Wilson, Dormarie. Remember that? Mm. That, that's that's, that is Stephanie McMahon's idea. Do you remember when she um, had the storyline with, with uh, was it Nikki or Brie? Which one was it? I think it was Nikki, wasn't it? See, I don't know. That's, no, I don't, I'm not sure. Actually, no, yeah, because Brie was married to Daniel Bryan. I can't. I think that might be. I think she might be. To be honest, I can't remember. After all these years, I still can't tell the difference. I'll be honest, one I, of, I think difference. it might be because Nikki turned on Brie during that that feud, didn't she? She. She turned on her sister when there was a match going on, on with with, with Stephanie. Who's the one married to who's the one married to, to Brian? That's Bree. It's married okay, to cool. Brian Danielson. Was Bree the one who betrayed the sister or the other one? No, I think it was the other one. I think it was Nikki betrayed Bree. Okay. That's a that's a Stephanie storyline. Mm. Little things like that. We don't need that, man. Look, mm. I'm a guy who likes romance, you know, romance and I like that sort of stuff, but eh. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, give, again, people are, people are gonna mock me. Bring Vince Russo back. Give him one year. Give him a year. Oh my God. <laughs> give no. I'm, I'm serious here, people. Give this man one year. Give him one year under Vince McMahon, under Triple H. Obviously, he doesn't. Him and Stephanie don't get on, so he doesn't work for Stephanie. Fine. Put him under tri- Triple H and Vince McMahon. Give him storylines. <clears throat> that you know that he he can do, but again, Triple H or Paul Big Nose, 
filter him, as you guys love to do, filter him, and that's it. No? Mm -hmm. Or you still think, oh, you know what? Vince McMahon, no, Vince McMahon, uh, gosh, Vince Russo's had his time, that's it, it's done. I mean, seriously, I, I, I do think, <laughs> okay. okay the, the campaign continues into 2023. No, I'm serious. Hire Vince Russo. Look, what is wrong with giving this man one more shot? Yeah, I mean, there's no, no reason not to, but at the same time, didn't they do a, a little while ago when they put Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman in charge of, of Raw and SmackDown and they didn't keep that going for very long, did they? So maybe, Bischoff, maybe they are thinking it's like, uh, you know, fresh minds. No, not going, because again, he, he, yeah, he made his, his bones in the nineties. No, but remember Bischoff didn't watch the product. Vince Russo, he, no, he yeah, but even Paul Heyman, his, his, in, in Paul Heyman got removed from his role. Why? He was in charge of Raw, wasn't he? Why? Why? <sighs> he was clashing with wrestlers. Yeah, he was clashing with wrestlers. Wrestlers that he didn't like. And, unfortunately, and, you, don't, and you don't think Vince Russo will clash with wrestlers? No, he, again, he will clash with wrestlers. But again, he's, he's a writer. Just write the show. Write the show. And again, give it to Triple H, give it to Vince and everything. Mm. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Take the good, keep the good. Take the bad, take out the bad. Okay, Vinny, we can do blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Boom, okay, that's it. Mm. Look, Vince Russo talks about how he would be great. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> he would love to work with um, Bray Wyatt and everything. I think he would do good with Bray Wyatt. Mm. He talks about how he could do good with Matt Riddle's character, get, rid of, get, him, get him away from this stupid pot pothead gimmick, just give it that stupidness. I mean, he thinks that he thinks he could revive uh, Braun Strowman. Mm. You said it yourself. This guy used to be a killer who used to lift up 18 minutes and everything. Now he's getting beat. Now he's now he's just normal. He gets German Superbooks by who? Chad friggin' Gable. That's a big letdown, man. Sorry. Hey. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, well, yeah. Who knows? Is, is that a Nostradamus prediction or just a hope? Both. <laughs> so you, Both. Think might, you think it might happen? <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I think if this man comes back, he mm. might say, you know, screw it. Let me, let me just see what this guy can do. Because mm. lately there's been buzz about, you know, um, Russo. This Russo, sorry. Not Russo. He's the eight set. He can go that. Vince Russo um, coming back to the WWE, even, mm. even if it is for like a year, part time. Mm. Why not? They still have Even him sort of as a, like a talking head, don't they? Like talking about things, yeah, on documentaries and stuff, which is good. So he's not yeah. he's not like persona non grata, nah, which is nice. So yeah, but yeah, who knows? We'll we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, so I mean that that has been a big uh, a big moment for the year. That's something that definitely stood out. What's what's any any other things that stood out for you as like a, a favorite thing of the year? Something something positive. In the year 2022. My Nostradamus. My Nostradamus. Yeah. The, the Rise of Fury. Oh, gosh. My, again, beginning of the year, I couldn't give two craps about him. He had a match at WrestleMania with Pat McAfee. I was like, you know what? Mm, okay. But again, as a, as a wrestler, as a worker, I know that Fury is one who taught McAfee to a great match. Mm. I know that. And I said, you know what? Let me give this guy a chance. And what happened? The next night on Raw, he won the US title. See? Mm. That's, what, that's what happens when I support you, mate. Next night, no. Next night, I won the US title. I called it and said, this guy will win money in the bank. Did I not? 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then no, I did. no, I didn't. No, I didn't say yeah, yeah, whatever. I said, okay, yeah, okay. That's a, a kind of an out of left field, but it could do. Because remember, he wasn't even in the match, was he? Wasn't no, he wasn't. Match. And that's why I was like, no. okay, yeah, you predicted somebody that's not in the match, but I could see, yeah, yeah I could see that happening. No, you didn't. No, I get, you didn't. Uh, we'll because... have to play back the podcast. I'm not saying I predicted look... it, but I'm saying, yeah, okay, that's feasible. That it could be something that happens, and that's a bit is an out of left field pick for you to choose Fury as your winner of that match because he won't actually in it. People, no one saw it coming. Me, oh yeah, I saw it coming. No, no Meltzer, no Alvarez, no Billy Buddy, no Conan, not even James James E. Cornet. None of them saw it coming. I saw it coming. Me saw it coming. <laughs> Sorry, I saw it coming. Not coming. Sorry, people. The man can me. <laughs> I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I called it. Mm. I claimed it. And if it wasn't for Vince McMahon being being eleven and slapping down all these women, Austin Theory would have beat Roman Reigns for the for the Universal Title next, uh, next year. Mm, I don't know. No? I don't know if he would have done. He may. He, he may have done. But I think he would have done it. I think he would have done it. Mm. I, I, done I mean, it. I, I do feel like they've done it. Like they have done done good by him. It yeah, did look like they were did. trying to, like he he was just being sort of almost like a joke with that briefcase. But they've yeah they've rectified who, him. They've given him a who did that? Edge. No, who did that? Triple H did that. Hmm. Triple H made him a not Vince McMahon. Triple H that, made him a joke with the briefcase. Yeah, but then they turned it, used it to turn it around and make him more serious. So you know what? I would have said. Hmm. I would have said to Chips. Okay, logically. If you was me, if you was a Triple H of old, you would have not, you would have hated losing a briefcase in a dumb situation with Bobby Lashley, but then somehow in a triple threat, you can win it. He himself wouldn't have done that, and you'd be both of that. He wouldn't he would have done it for himself. No? I don't I don't think it's such again, we we've talked uh... about, we've talked, ah, we've talked about the reasons behind why he failed his cash in. He looks like a lemon, sorry. He looks like a lemon. I can't beat you. I can't beat you in in a match in 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 a, in a, in a, in a match. I can't beat you. Basically, me interfering, but yeah, in a triple threat match, but, I can but, beat you. But he can. But why didn't he? Because Bobby Lashley interfered. So in a triple threat where Bobby Lashley can't interfere because he's in the actual match, he managed to conquer them. It's there's nothing to be honest. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with you. The thing you could have argued with is why choose the United States belt. Yeah, stupid. But then he explained why. So. Then he's but a lemon. To, to You're say, a heel. Heels don't do that. Oh Sorry. Oh, my God. All right. We, I, we're going to go round and round. I don't round, buy but, it. I don't okay. buy it. I, I buy it. I think that's a fair, of course that's a fair you are. explanation. You're, you're, the tri- you're, you're part of Triple H. You. <coughs> See, people, I'm choking here. People, I'm choking. <laughs> Anton supports a guy who he didn't even like back in 99, back in that year. He wasn't supporting this guy. In 2000, only when he beat Mick Foley, oh, he liked him. Then 2003, but the point being, I don't just say stuff for the sake of saying stuff because I like the person or whatever. I try to see the logic, I try to see the reasoning, I try to see both sides, I try to be balanced and give an actual opinion. So, if anybody's a sheep, you'd be the sheep because you choose. If I'm I liked you, if I liked you. I'm now going to like whatever you say. If, if I like you, Vince Russo, whatever happens, I'm supporting even bad decisions. I won't be able to put a logical head on it because I'm going to support you regardless. So my opinion actually has a little bit more. I put a little bit more effort into my opinion than you do. So you can't call me a sheep. So I will listen to that. If I thought it was bad, I'd have said so. But it's like, okay, it's 
there's a justification because he gave a very valid reason why there's no point cashing on Roman Reigns. And the story told it. it, it there's there's a course of where he tried to cash it in. Tyson Fury stopped him. He tried to cash it in like the users, like people stopping him. So he chooses to go for a, a different belt. And you say, oh, but you couldn't even win it then. No, but you can't win. Bobby Lashley beats you up. But he didn't expect Bobby Lashley to beat him up. And you wouldn't do because Bobby Lashley is the one who laid out Seth Rollins. So I'd, I'd be of the same mindset if, I'm not saying I would, but if I was going to choose, you know, I'm just going to get the US belt because I can't get hold of this other one. I would have expected Lashley to beat me up after he's laid the guy out. It's like, okay, Lashley's done his thing. He's, he's off. I'm going to take advantage of it. And all of a sudden, Lashley said, you know, I'm going to beat you up as well. So at least they, there was some effort. So that's, that's the thing. It's like, let's not be negative for negative sake. Let's just try and look for our, because you can pick holes in almost anything. You can say, oh, it shouldn't be done that way or whatever. The fact is they made the effort to give it some stories, to give it some logic as to why he did. Because at first, on the surface, it's like, wow, that's ridiculous. Why has he gone for the US belt? How lame does that make him look? Choosing that belt plus getting beaten. But when you put it all into perspective, where they made the, the time to give you the story, they told, they gave you a, a totally logical story. And it's led to, to, to Austin Fury having a different edge and going in a different direction, getting the belt back, getting the belt that he tried to get. And going into 2023, he's got some momentum now. Mm. Any moments from you? Yeah, one. I, I think be TNA could be TNA. Could be, it could, could be, be, but it won't be. It could be, but it's not. I think one one of the things that stood out to me this year, which yeah, just feels like an exceptional thing, was was the fact that we got another Stone Cold Steve Austin match. That match with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. I think mean, that that's that's a, a definite highlight, and I think yeah, for, for the fact that it's it's Steve Austin, but also it's just the way it was done. I mean, it, it definitely put Kevin Owens up there. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's always been, he's, they've held him in high regard. He's been in some really good sort of spots before. But I think the fact that mm. he was, you know, he was, because he, he carried that feud, didn't he, in, in promos and stuff and build up. Mm. And the fact that the way that they did that, the fact that it wasn't even announced as, a, you know, it was all about rumor mill about whether Steve Austin's actually going to wrestle, is he not going to wrestle? The way they held that together, the way they put that together, and then you actually, you know, they delivered uh, what felt like an authentic Stone Cold Steve Austin match. 20 years after he retired. I still, that still stands out. That was a, yeah, that was a definite highlight of the year. Credit. Yeah. Obviously credit to, to both of them. Steve Austin didn't like half ass his performance there. He, he put lots of effort into that. And then Kevin Owens, like obviously the right person to work with. Because he was able to, mm. you know, he was able to bump for him. Able to, you know, look competitive, but also, you know, he's, that's one of those things where some people are almost like Teflon. Like he can, he's taken that loss and it hasn't really stunted his, you know, if anything, it's put him in more, you know, more reverence. The fact that he wrestled Stone Cold and then he's just carrying out yeah, the stuff with Elias or Ezekiel after WrestleMania, which those little nuances as well that I don't know if you know, it's like where he's doing, like at the moment, he's obviously he's a baby face again and he's going, he's almost like, um, like a warrior of justice. You know, he's helping people out, isn't he, against the bloodline. But there's those little bits of like rivalry still there. Like he had the issues with Seth Rollins when they were teaming up, and then Seth tried to steal his his idea to take <laughs> to take the, take on Stone Cold, like have Stone Cold on his on his talk show. Then there's like him mm. helping out Elias, and he's referencing that you oh, we had all these problems. That like you're Ezekiel. You're still you're still denied to be that you're Ezekiel. So mm. yeah, no, I think Kevin Owens has, has you know has had a good year. 
and that that match with Austin that was a uh, that was one of my highlights of the year for sure. Number one, I gave two, so can you give another one? Just I mean the the whole bloodline thing I think's been been top notch. That's that's something to say. This year's been a you know a, a really good faction. They have been a good yeah, and they've evolved. I think that mm. that's been a good thing. It's not just yeah, it's not it hasn't felt stagnant. You think like the Roman Reigns, the, the beginning of the bloodlines when he first like started the tribal chief thing. Mm. You know, little bit like he bringing in uh, Jay Uso, then Jimmy got involved, and then you know for so long it was them. I feel like they still kept it very fresh, and obviously add in Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn. That's added, yeah. That's added a lot of entertainment to it. I think they've done really good. I mean, they've had really top-notch matches, like when they've been together. The War Games, the, the six-man tags, Roman Reigns matches in general. I I enjoy them, and I think the prestige that is put on the belt has been really good. I I've, I'm here. You started to hear these things about how they're going to possibly split off the belts again, and I think uh, that, I think that'd be a big shame if they do. Because that has made the belts feel prestigious. Has made that, but uh, for me, I, I'm not subscribed to. Oh, he never defends it. It's rubbish. Like it makes those title defenses very special, and that's what that belt should be. So to me, it's a shame if they go back to, you know, just slapping it on anybody, and changing it every couple of months. Well, that's because get rid of that, get rid of that design of the WWE title. I've always said it. Bring back a windy, a very, very. 19 was a 1988 win the eagle just slightly version 2022 if you can mm. and personally get rid of the, the universal bring back the water bit title give them that mm. just give them that make the make the water bit title the new universal title wow. yeah I, i'd rather they didn't i'd rather they just come up with a nice belt to represent the championship ah uh, I, for, I forgot you're one of those guys you you want only one belt i forgot as they should be yeah. i want i want the best to be the best not yeah, some one of the best. Best is the best. <laughs> it's it's been, it's been really. I think it's been really good. I think that's not been yeah. a bad thing. It's gone back to the way it was at the start of the brand split back in two thousand and two, mm. which I thought was a, yeah, that was a, the better idea. You'd have people just come in. You know, whoever's a champion would be able to defend on both brands against different people. Obviously, yeah, they had a bit more busier schedule than Roman did than Roman does now. But I still, yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. Because as I say, to me, it's not about, oh, he's the champion of this, he's the champion of that, he's the champion of this. When it's supposed to represent the top champion, one 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 does all. You don't need multiple. Because then you're that then you're splitting it. So as to say who is the best. Hmm. Well, that's that's my opinion. But I hope, yeah, you know, as it is, we've had a we've had pretty much the whole year. Of one one true champion, which has been good for me. Last time we did that was who TNA start AJ Styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go on, I'm waiting. Go on, wait for it. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. It was. Okay. It was, it was. But you know how I look at it, I've got another pick. You know what? People might say it's stupid. I was going to go Jeff Jarrett debuting, but I know people say, oh, I'm, I'm just taking a mix. So mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah, I am. Well, that would be. But um, I would say CM Punk versus MJF. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's been one of my favorite matches this year. Because for me, as I said to you before, really it was people like Jericho, Christian Cage, Sting, um, 
Arn Anderson. Again, people, I'm naming all the old school guys. The old school guys got me to watch AEW. Mm. Young Bucks and you know Kenny McFingerbang and all these people. I did, I did, I couldn't care less about them. Even what's his name again? <coughs> I just want to call him Tank there. Not Tank. What's his name? Uh, not Warlord. Wardlow. Not the Wardlow there. Wardlow. Even him, Mr. Powerbomb. Mr. Mr. Batista. The new Batista, as I call him. He dressed mm. like him. Try to have hair like him. Try to what? smile like him. What? <laughs> what hair like Batista? When I, uh, when I say he, he's trying to be slick like how Batista was. When he, when yeah, Batista but he didn't was have, they didn't have the same hairstyle. Okay, he's trying to be slick like Batista in every single way, but he except, can't except be for the hair. Batista. Except for the hair. However, again, I, I like CM Punk, even though, he got, even mm. though he got knocked out in UFC and everything. From when I saw MJF, I was thinking, hmm, okay, this guy... From a promo, again, you know my love promos. Mm. He seems to be a completely different level from all of these guys. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Mm. Yeah, I thought, you know what? Maybe him and CM Punk will actually get me in. Mm. I remember, remember I said to you, I remember thinking, why is why is CM Punk feel safe for this idiot? Why feel safe for him? Remember that? Remember I kept joking. Mm. Why do feel safe for him? Oh, you know, uh, I was looking a bit phony there. <laughs> but obviously, didn't he talk about how we, he met him in it years ago? Yeah. And so he told the whole story and everything. Me and I'll see him like, oh, shut up. Okay, that was back in the day, you know. Now, now you're here. But again, that'll make CM Punk the hill. Mm. Never see CM Punk with the big face, isn't it? Yeah. And I think these air quotes, whether it's real or not, fire that he kind of brought out of MJF. I liked it. I was good. I thought it was good. Mm. Yeah. And so it wasn't there a bit basically where um, what was it? Was uh, did, you see, did MJF cuss him? And CM Punk says I'm back, or I'm, I'm literally yeah. They had like they had several like promos where they were like sort of they had face to face promos and stuff like that where they were sort of taking taking shots at each other a little bit of like inside it was it um your like a, a less famous version of the Miz or something like that CM Punk yeah point yeah. yeah so they would take yeah little jabs at, at each other's sort of career and. Okay, yeah, it was a very, it was a very good feud. Like from that perspective, from the build-up, from the promos, they're both like top-notch on the on the yeah. mic. So them two like having, yeah, and they did get creative, like you say, with that that promo uh, where MJF's basically saying, "I looked up to you," and you, you know, sort of like crushed him as a child. Yeah, like when he let, or when he was young, you know, him le- walking out of yeah. wrestling and stuff, all that kind of thing. Mm. It it went in a different direction. It was something a bit different, like. Mm. And then they, and they had, to, I mean, I say like the match, but they had two matches, didn't they? They had one in Chicago where MJF mm. beat him on, on a dynamite. I love it. I love twice. that. Beat him <laughs> twice. Beat him by cheating, like yeah. choked him. And then he, then they restarted the match and you think, okay, Punk's going to win and he beat him again. And so it's like he beat yep. him in, in Chicago, which is a big deal. And then they had the rematch on pay-per-view and, and Punk won was the dog collar match, which he was another him. good match. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's... Mm. So go on, go on. No, I was just going to say, to me, that just, yeah, if that's one of my, I think, could be the saddest thing of, like, one of the saddest things of 2022, if that's I was going to say Because I think, yeah, because yeah, I think that's been a, like, he was a, to me, personally, was a, he, he was one of the best people to watch in 2022. We only really got him for half the year. So if that is, yeah, it was, so he, what, he had a really good one year run with AEW, made it very, like, it, you know, he... He is the big reason why I started paying attention to it properly. And I've said, like, the fact that we do a podcast, like, okay, I will add AEW to my weekly. You know, like, I'll keep up with AEW every week. But it was like, he was the one that kind of, like, sparked, all right, I'm definitely going to watch that episode that he, yeah, where there was a rumor that he's going to appear. 
And then mm. once I start watching it, yeah, and then you get, and obviously I liked FTR when they were in WWE as a revival. So you start, okay. So yeah, and then you start picking up on all these other ones that like, okay, they're, they're for people I like to watch. Obviously, Brian, like Brian Danielson come over and people like that. So it's like, or okay. Or X down the V, people. No. Or X down the V. Go on, no. Anton, go on, get, get some AEW names. Come on. You're the man okay. of the Yeah, Wardlow, MJF. There are people from it that Anybody are actually homegrown. Well, they're two of the two of the ones. I mean, obviously MJF. I really yeah. Like give one watch. more. Give one more. No, because if I say one, it probably end up being like Samoa Joe. Obviously, yeah. Had see? A WWE <laughs> first. But I mean, you yeah. Said hook. You could have said hook, hook or pockets. Yeah. Or, thank you. you, mean? you well, pockets. Them. I don't mind a bit of pockets now and then. I'm not. I'm not a pockets hater. <laughs> but there are some homegrown like AEW stars as well that are like yeah. I say Wardlow. I'm, even the um, the acclaimed when uh, Max Caster comes out with his his raps. Listen, when was he when was he WWE? NXT. Was he? Yep. You just make it up. <laughs> you're just hoping. Uh, <laughs> hoping he was. You're just taking a shot in the dark. I think you're just taking a shot in the dark. You're hoping that he was, aren't you? Was he genuinely in NXT or? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm assuming. I, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> right, we got to I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. You had, and again, this is me who doesn't even like you know these other guys. Pockets, um, half man, man with half half face. Uh, Darby Allen. Yeah, Darby Allen's another one yeah. that has had some. Good, yeah, yeah, he's a homegrown guy. He's 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 had some good matches on. Mr. Quails. AW. The Quails cut Mr. Mr. Cutlin. Cutlin. I'm this idiot. Oh yeah. You, you try to shame JL, that idiot. But yeah, see, people, you know, you can talk about me being all stuck with this XWE guys. At least I named off a few that Anton could like, but he still named the XWE guys again. Okay. No, I didn't. You just, you just assumed that Caster was. No, I was trying to throw away MJF Wardlow. I'm not. No, I'm you not, didn't. You, not... talked, you yeah. talked about you talked about CM Punk. You talked about Daniel Bryan. You talked yeah. about Jericho. Uh, yeah, but I don't deny I don't deny that they're the ones that I actually am aware of that I was more had more knowledge of. But then once I start watching it, then then I stop because I didn't know anything really about Wardlow, and I was enjoying Wardlow's rise, his storyline with MJF. When it's obviously you know he's he's kind of stalled a little bit at the moment, but he's not uh, a lot, a lot, maybe. a lot, a yeah, lot, a lot. yeah, it has a stalled, but you know it's not. I mean he's he's got the feud with Samoa Joe, which should be good. Like if he has a, it should be a good match with Samoa Joe. So there's, there's there's stuff there, but yeah, I mean, obviously you had a really good thing going with MJF that you were just you knew it was imminent when he's gonna sort of break away, and when he did break away, uh, yeah, it, that was good. It hasn't sort he of lived up to that since. Mm. But at the same time, you know, he, you know he, what? Uh, hmm. He had a hard hitting, great match. Don't mention with... pockets. No, mention I was pockets. I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't even gonna say that. Who'd you gonna say Z, then? Z, A, Z, Z. What's that spell? Kaz. <laughs> I don't think that's his name anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry. William Morrissey. I don't even think it's that. I'm in the Big Bill or something like that. Okay, Big Bill then. See? <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying there, people. I'm trying. I'm trying there, see? He had, a, he had a great match against him. We thought he was gonna win, and you know, but you know. Yeah. My, my man's back. The guy who beats the midget. I'm happy. Mm. But yeah. Personally, like I said, AEW is now starting to 
it's starting to feel like WCW 99. Actually, no, 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 I know. That's not WCW 99. WCW 2000 is starting to get that feel. But if they're not careful, because I was going to say, we talked about some good things. I do want to say one bad thing I've noticed. Personally, personally, I think Tony Khan needs to get someone like a Paul Heyman and allow them basically to run the wrestling side of the company. You have Billy Gunn, you have Arn Anderson, you had Regal, and you wasted him. Now he's gone back to go, I want to go beef me, son. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was making how much money? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let, let me... Regal, go beef me, son. Anyway, you have, again, you have Billy Gunn, you have all these people that's that's in, um, what's it called? In, in AEW. Do you even know that Demon Nichols there? Mm, yeah. Dean Malenko, he's there. I, you, you, you know, I never hear about him. I never hear about him. I never see him. Listen, D'Lo Brown, mm. D'Lo Brown, man, the, you know the, the 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 guy who shakes his head about the real deal. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's available. Pick him up. There's Jim. I, 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 I was gonna say Jim Cornette, but I know he hates you know the elite and everything. So that's not gonna happen. But again, I go to Vince Russo again. I know people are gonna say, well, we Vince Russo. Vince Russo, Tony Khan, you run. An American football team, you run a Fulham football club and everything. Focus there. Yes, I know you want to, you own your own wrestling company. It's nice. It's good. But the way your company is running now, even I am even I don't really care about watching it no more. I'll be honest. People like CM Punk was the reason why I'm even there. Now I'm like, eh. Mm. You know, and it's for me, it's sad. But the fact that you're still there, it's another alternative. Yeah, Book I Rusev, think it's a good thing. Rusev. Book Rusev, he's there. Miro. Oh, sorry. Miro. Miro. Do not hire his wife, CJ Perry, to get rid of her after what she said. Do not hire her at all. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. My secret people, um, Mr. Mr. Tony Khan. <clears throat> if you have any sense, the biggest signing you can do for WrestleMania weekend, Bill Goldberg. Imagine Anton, Bill Goldberg, AEW, goes on to face uh, MJF for the AEW World of Eight title, beats MJF. The crowd boos him. All you can see, he just, he just smiles. <laughs> he smiles at him and says, yeah, I know fans don't want me here, but you know what? I'm here for Gage. I'm here for my me wife. <laughs> my wife? Is he, is he turning turn into Sir William Free? He goes, oh, my son. I know. My wife. My wife. <laughs> But it, it all says this. He can afford Bill Goldberg. Why not try to get him in? Mm. No? It, would, it, would, it, would, it, would, it wouldn't connect with the fan base. It'd get them a lot of backlash, wouldn't it? Especially if, you, if they did the idea that you've just had. That, that Go was... with it, mate. Go with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. You, look, you I'm sure watch that, it. Sure, look, I'm sure there's millions of people like me out there who want to see Bill Goldberg beat MJF for the World of title and claim he's doing it for the people out there. He's, you know, son, Gage... My wife, you know, and you know, people, it's been a good year of wrestling. I look forward to 2023 of wrestling, and I hope AEW really does pick its game up. I hope somebody out there revives TNA, please. That company has been through so much, and it's so sad to see what's happened to TNA. That didn't sound Please. sincere at all. That sounds like such a hokey, if, hammy, hammy performance. It's been so if sad. Anybody, 
if anybody out there can save TNA, please save TNA. Impact. We need it. If anybody can save Impact and turn it back to TNA, <laughs> please do. Because we need it. We are out of here.